Welcome to the new. Every experience with God's Word promises to be refreshing and transformational. Receive today's message with high expectations as it brings power, light, and a fresh anointing to your life. Have you been feeling a critical need for an extended time of prayer? How many of you have been feeling that way? If you have not been feeling that way, you will feel that way today. Don't worry. If you have not been, just in case. Number two, have you been feeling as though there is something you are about to step into, but you are not able yet? Have you been feeling that way? And then number three, have you been feeling as a church now that you are in such a Kairos moment you know last night I was praying in the middle of the night and while I was praying thank you all of you can go sit down apart from this drama you ah, today please let's put our hands together for the for the instrumentalist because the key, the, the, the bass is there. So it's only drama. All right. Yesterday night I was praying and while I was praying, I saw this roof with fire. I'm, I'm going to explain, I'm going to explain what, what that means, right? In just a matter of time, and I want you to remember these words, this place would not be enough to take you for services. You know how I've been preaching for almost four years now. No, before that, I started preaching, well, well, preaching on stage four years or so. But preaching to people, to a team of people, that's maybe I was 17 or so. And I feel like I'm about to do it for the first time today. So, today, ah, <laughs> fire, 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 today, <laughs> Ramatokopo, let's pray in the spirit, everyone. Lift your two hands, don't stand up, sit, lift your two hands and pray in the Holy Ghost. Shifra katalamande kopara de farabanda kapara de faradabala. Saferushele katopere nemende kopara da paragatala mahande. Shire kapai kapore manela potele bagas Savure kele poriketa manamba kateleba Epati kopara tose frediga palamandas Sherama kopara de porupondo kofera katala Perikito mina koikre kakoita isaika bahaya Emilo proketale foke parabande kapara toses Come on, keep praying, keep praying, keep praying, don't stop. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters. Eremoko Frediga Palabanda Kobaruni. Sheramango Koferada Kabalates. Oh, Bredika Palabanda Kabaya.
2020. This morning, I'm teaching on the subject of prayer. And we titled today's service, Dunamis, Prayer and the Supernatural. And that's the teaching across all the new installation. Prayer and the Supernatural. I want to implore you by the message of God. If you have a writing material, a notepad, a pen, or an iPad, or whatever, I want you to write and write and write. But most importantly, I want you to go back after the service and listen to this message again. Because it's one thing to teach prayer, it's a different thing of prayer. Did you hear what I said? Meaning that compelling force that ensures that you are in a constant overflow of prayer. It's not entering into the courts of prayer one day and coming out of it the other day. But that compelling force that ensures that even in your consciousness and in your unconsciousness, you are praying. To the point where when you don't mutter in tongues, you feel dissatisfied. The Bible says he has made all grace abound towards us. You need to realize that there are several graces and there are people you would meet and you'd be wondering what kind of grace is upon this person? This person just loves to pray. And there are some people you meet, I mean there are people who have financial grace. There are people who have, men are embodiments of divine abilities of God. And they carry certain dimensions of graces If I have a title for today's message, I would actually call it Prayer Made Easy. Did you hear what I said? Prayer Made Easy. So open your Bible with me to the book of Psalms chapter 49 and verse 20. Psalms 49 and verse 20. I want the amplified version. Media, please, you're going to be so prompt, quick and fast with me today particularly the person on the scripture. Psalms 49 and verse 20. The Amplified Version. Everyone look at this scripture. And I want everyone's attention, please, without any distraction, everyone. A man who is held in honor and understands not is like the beasts that perish. If you give me the message translation, let's look at the message translation. The message translation. We aren't immortal. We don't last long. Like our dogs, we age and weaken and die. No, this is not what I'm looking for. Give me the King James, the New King James Version. There's a version that says, um, he who doesn't have spiritual understanding. That's the version that I'm, talk, that I'm looking for. He who doesn't have spiritual understanding is the Amplified. What? 
Amplify. Let me let me look for it here. Can we pass my phone, please? No, not this one. Thank you, Jesus. Unto the Lord be your glory. version is different from my own. Abby? They need, it's deeper. Okay, this is the deeper one. Let's operate. It says, a man who is held in honor, watch this, yet who lacks spiritual understanding. It says, he lacks spiritual understanding and a teachable heart. Scripture says, is like a beast that perish. Let me read it again. It says, a man who is held in honor, meaning that we see you and we accord you the honor, the respect that is due to you. When you think about a general, he's accorded some honor. He walks into a room, everybody bows to salute him. Particularly if he has the kedar of his lieutenants, um, his commanders, he gets into that place. Everybody bows to salute him. He's held in honor. But the Bible says a man who is like that in natural posture, who is held in high honor, but yet lacks spiritual understanding and teachability, is like a beast that perish. So it means that you can have honor on the earth, but you don't have the spiritual understanding and the teachable arts. Scripture compels you or compares you to a beast. You see, the first thing I want to talk about today before I enter into my message, and I want you to follow me close, please. This generation, particularly a lot of church goers, you would we would pay for something unknown to us. And one of the gifts that God can bless a man, and I'm telling you the truth, if you listen to my prayer life, every time I've prayed for anybody, if I ever if you ever come to me and I say, P.S. Please pray for me. I am 80% to 90% to 100% likely to say a line that I always use in my prayer life and what I pray for people. Father, give them eyes that sees, ears that hears, and a heart that perceive. Because discernment is the difference between Elisha and the other prophets. Discernment 
Meaning that you can discern the times, but not enough to discern the times. Discerning people is one thing that a generation might be missing. Discerning the graces that men carry. I dare to say this here. Listen, anything you are praying for, believing from God from heaven is actually on the earth. If you are praying for a car, God doesn't buy cars and keep in heaven. It is a man who would have to sell it to you. If you are asking for a fresh anointing, in fact, in that one, many times in what happens is a release, a supply of the spirit with embedded in God's power abilities in men who carry or in images that you see and you encounter. But the system of God is designed in such a way that you would always pay. I said something in the Kedja last week to um, Sunday. I said there are only three inroads to which the devil can destroy someone. Only three. Number one, covenants. That means he has legal right to come into your life and to perform his oppression. Number two, ignorance. In the things of the spirits, there is nothing like I don't know. Are you getting what I'm saying? You would pay for ignorance. And number three is disobedience. Meaning that a direct instruction from God by his words and by his, um, by his prophets and you just decide to ignore it or to disobey it. Those are the three legal rights in which the devil is permitted to permeate a man's life. If you are able to cover those three borders of your life, meaning that ignorance, covenants, and you understand what I mean by covenants, satanic covenants, and covenants knowing or unknowing. And number three, disobedience. If you are able to cover those three areas, which is why from time to time you must ask yourself the question, covenant is out of the way. I believe as a new creation, that is sorted already. Get a amen. But you are asking yourself the three questions, the two questions of am I in disobedience or am I ignorant? If you are able to answer any of those two questions, you are likely to forge ahead in the new phase of your life. And if you are not able to answer that question of ignorance and disobedience, disobedience doesn't mean that you are not hearing God. Though. Disobedience is God has told you something, but you are not doing what he has told you to do. Disobedience. There is a difference between disobedience and rebellion. They are not the same thing. In the sense. Disobedience can be heightened to become rebellion. But if God tells you to strike the rock once and you struck it twice, you have entered into disobedience. Even though you did it once. Did you hear what I said? Now, this is very crucial that the first thing you must begin to understand is number one, you must begin to discern the people God brings to your life per time. I felt in my spirit this morning to talk about it before I get into my message. You must begin to discern. You know, there is what we call destiny, but there is what we call destination. 
Destiny and destination are two different things. Destination is the eventual place you are going to get to in your path. Part of a destiny is the eventual place you are going to get to in your path to destiny. Um, to um, in your pathway of destination, meaning that your destination is what leads you to your destiny. Your destiny is the place where you are headed to. For example, if I'm going to Ikoyi and I'm in this building right here, I would have to take Lucky Phase One and enter into Osborne, da 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 da, and I'll get to Ikoyi. On the pathway to Ikoyi, there are many people I would meet on that pathway who might be riddles or clues for me to my destiny. It means that destiny in itself is not self-sufficient. There is no body on the earth that God has given everything in the moment he gave birth to you, everything you require all by yourself to fulfill destiny. Meaning that you don't need any man on the earth. Again, you by yourself can fulfill his assignment for you. There's nothing like that. Jesus with all the anointing that he had, he looked, I was going to, I mean, why did John the Baptist, why, did he, why was he baptizing people? The reason why John the Baptist was baptizing was so that he would be able to spot the Messiah when he sees him. But with all the anointing that Jesus carried, who was the word who even birthed John the Baptist? John the Baptist said, no way, I'm not going to allow you to me, for me to baptize you. <laughs> Jesus says, suffer it to be so for now. If Jesus got into arrogance of pride, that do you know I'm the Messiah? Do you know I'm the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth? Who are thou, O John the Baptist? You want to baptize me? Who created you? My friend, will you leave this place? Then you will realize how capped a man can be yet anointed. I wanted to hear what I'm saying today. You realize how weak you are in what you call your potentials. Meaning that potentials can be unlocked inside of you, but it takes a man to pull the deep out of you to bring you into something new. Listen today. Don't joke with men. Men are institutions. Men are governments. Men are embodiments of spirits. Don't joke with men. Sometimes we live in a generation that can be too casual without the sightedness and the discernment to be able to tell you sit without your boss at work but you don't know the kind of insight that boss has. But we think everything is just vibes and chilling. On your pathway to destiny, there are people you would meet. Those people might be the key for 10 years of your life. There are words that people will say to you that will build 20 years of your life. And there are words somebody can say to you that will destroy 20 years after. One of the best things you can do in your life is to join a local assembly and to discern the person that God has put in that place. I want to say something here, which is before I get into my message. I've not started my message. Yet. I hope you are, you are getting blessed. Aren't you? If you love me, clap for me. 
When I meet someone, one of the things I always try to do is not suspicion, it's discernment. I try to discern what graces they carry. Because there are words that I can hear that can change the trajectory of my life. In the book of First Kings, chapter 17, there was a story about Elijah and the brook. And God told Elijah to leave that place and go to the widow of Zarephath. The blessing of that widow was not that her oil or her son, pardon me, was raised back to life by the encounter with Elijah. The story in that verse of scripture was the heightened discernment of that widow who could see Elijah and yet spot that this one is a man of God. He did not carry a CV that I'm a man of God. He did not announce to say I'm a man of God. It came before him and she could tell Listen, some of us don't even understand the family in which we came out from. The way you have trivialized your mom is the very reason you are on the same sports. Because you went to school, you finished with a first class, you have money now. But she went to school of the spirit you have not even enrolled into. Whereby she can sit and say, God of heaven, this my child is not making me happy. Listen and listen very carefully. You must understand that men are embodiments of something. You trivialize it to your own detriment. Don't go and think that the job that you have or the thing that you have is the reason why the day your shoulder becomes higher than the grace that God has put upon you, be ready for a fall. If my people will humble themselves and pray, scripture says, one of the, one of the hallmark of humility is your prayer life. You see a man who is praying, you see a man who is humble. You see a man who doesn't depend on God. Just muttering two songs and say, thank you. Thank. It doesn't mean you are humble. Good morning doesn't equate to humility. Good night doesn't equate to one. It's the posture of your heart. There are people who will look at you and say, because of what you have done. I remember when I was on campus, I will never forget it. I sold a seed, recharge card, recharge card. I was in my patrie. I will never forget nothing in my life. I sent it to a, somebody who was like a pastor then. Just recharge card. 200 naira recharge card. The person sent me a text. It says, Shola, apostrophe. Shola, exclamation. Shola, exclamation. Shola, exclamation. Shola, exclamation. You will see prosperity. Nothing else was in that text. Just that. Because you can discern. Listen, don't be too corporate whereby you corporate your life out. God's plans for you. If you are not able to discern who is this person in the spirit, scripture says, Know you no man after the flesh. The day you begin to know man after what they wear, what they look, what they eat, how they look, you have missed out of God's best for you. Do you probably know how, how John the Baptist looked like? The Bible says he was, he was in the wilderness eating locusts and wild honey. He probably looked like a madman. But it was that same madman that people would say looked like a madman. Jesus himself allowed to baptize him. Listen, the Bible says the heavens opened 
And God said, this is my beloved son. The affirmation did not happen in Jesus' prayer private closet. The affirmation of Jesus did not happen in the secrets. It happened when the law of honor was engaged with. The opening up of the, rec the, the recognition of Jesus' ministry. Listen, it was from that moment Jesus' ministry opened up. But it opened up when two laws met to each other. Jesus, number one, recognizing that this man called John the Baptist is the one who can open this thing up for me, which was the law of honor. The moment law of honor is set in motion, the rising of men begins. Play with that law to your own detriment. Toil with it with your own detriment. I mean, are we not just all men? Are we not just, well, are we not just all men? You will hear words of people who are planning to start but not finish. You didn't hear what I said. It's not enough to start. God bless Esther wherever he is. She should have just thought that I am in the king's palace. Mordecai is on the king's gate. And I will just trivialize Mordecai. After all, he's an uncle. He's just there. He's just there. Mordecai said to her, don't think that in that king's palace you are safe. Oh. If you don't enter before the king, God by himself will raise somebody else for himself. He said, okay, go and tell him. Organize a fast for me. Me, in the king's palace, I will organize my own fast as well. And I will walk up to the king. And if I perish, I perish. She understood the role of Mordecai. Let me tell you a story. I want to tell you a story. I want to tell you a powerful story here. Then I will enter into the message today. I, I can see you are enjoying today's service. I've not started my message. I hope you're okay. Are you sure? Yes, sir. Don't worry. I won't, I won't take long. I'm in my house, so... Yeah. <laughs> Amen. I'll share a story. One of this... One of the rising um, um, gospel artists in Nigeria right now. One day, we were in, um, we were, Dr. K just arrived from the U.S., right? And he was at Marriott. I wanted to listen to this story. He was at Marriott. So he called me to come and meet him at Marriott. So I, I went there. So I met one pastor. This pastor was from Houston, Texas. The pastor was there and we're just all gisting. So Dr. K introduced me to this pastor and we're talking and was just, you know, encouraging me. I, I said, it was just, um, what's that word? He was just talking about all the things that he's seen about the new and wow, wow, wow. So we're talking about now, Dr. K was about to go. Then he said, wait, 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 wait. Ah, listen, may God, by honor, you know, your next door might not be you to open it. It might be somebody who you have honored that remembers you and is compelled to ensure that the person whom you ought to meet, you meet that person. So we're talking that day. Then the man said, ah, 
By the way, Dr. K, there's somebody I want you to meet. Oh. I want you to meet this person. You know, da 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 da. I said, Dr. K said, okay, if this person can get here in 10 minutes. So they called this person. This person was coming from a very far place. Oh, yeah, be coming, be coming, be coming. Now, Dr. K was going for another meeting. I want a real life story. Dr. K was going for another meeting. Ten minutes, the person did not come. So Dr. K said, I'm leaving. Let's go. So we started going. We went downstairs. We are at the lobby. This man was calling. Where are you now? Be coming, be coming. Dr. K said, oh yeah, bring the car. Let's start going. I can't wait. I have to go somewhere. I have another meeting. I have another meeting. The man left upstairs. This man is an apostle. He has a church in Houston, Texas. Ran downstairs and stood by the door of Marriott and said, Doctor, you are not going away from this place eh? until you meet this girl. I've said the person, sue me, I baby. I said, until you meet this person, say, you are not going from me. You are not going. I said, I have to go. He said, sir, you are not going. He now, started, he now held me. They collected my own khaki. Held say, you are not going, sir. I said, you will meet this person. We were on that lobby downstairs for almost 30 minutes. Almost 30 minutes before she came. In fact, Dr. Clay was saying to me, we would walk away, say, I don't know, I've never done this before. I don't know why I'm doing this, honestly. I don't know, right? Moko, honor, I just honor this man. That's why I'm doing this. It's the honor of the man. I'm telling you, that's what he kept on saying. He said, because I honor this man, oh, that, I mean, why am I here? Why am I still here? I have another meeting. He was not happy he was staying, but he was staying. I am. She came in. As she entered in, Dr. K started talking to her. Media, can I come downstairs? I said, now downstairs. I should come, Abby. Hey, she said, come downstairs, Joe. I'm coming downstairs. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. No, don't worry. I'm fine. Don't worry. So, she came in there, greeted me, greeted Dr. K. Up to Dr. K and left there. So exchange contacts. Da, 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 da. The next day, I think the day before was uh, that weekend was next conference. So Dr. K said uh, she has to come for next conference. Came for next conference and <laughs> I mean, some of the things that I know now. About her now, of some of things that is about to happen. Hmm. Guys, I, I don't want to say more than that, but let me say something here. Even the person that connected is no longer in the picture. Right? And this person was saying it just yesterday or so that my only work was to ensure that this man met this woman. My only work. I mean, I, there's no need to go into stories of things. But when, when you say somebody carries you on the back to say, whatever it takes, I would lead you there. Let's go. That's what was happening. What is happening? When you lack honor, you shut doors by your hands. Pastor Lord, please come. Please come. 
I've known this too. I, I come to Lekki regularly, so I've, I've never done this before. And I, I'm moved by the Spirit. When the Holy Spirit leads me in a direction, I go in that direction. I've known him since maybe, maybe like 17, or 17 years old. Yes, 17 years old. I've been his leader since 17. And we are not 17 anymore, as you can see. As you can see. He didn't have this then, and I didn't have this too. <laughs> I want to say a few things. In the new, this old the new, there are places I go to when I want to break something open, I take him along. If you've watched very closely, when we enter into flow meetings and because of time, I lay hands on somebody and there's a demonic manifestation, I don't waste my time. He's my chief consultant in demonic affairs. <laughs> so if you need a name for him, he's the CEO of demonic happenings. But this is what I'm saying. When I talk about the power gifts, the power gifts, this man carries it. Forget, no, 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 I'm telling you something. I don't talk like this. So. But when I talk about power gifts, meaning that they can, they, they can shift something, it's not every pastor that carries it. You can teach the word, but it doesn't mean you have the compelling power to make it happen. Ah, they missed what I said. Though. Meaning that you, 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 you break something open. I know what it means. I know what it means. Now, you can look at him as creative head to your detriment. Or you can look at them and say, oh, they are just our pastor. You, you, look at me. I want to share testimonies with you. Hold on here. Somebody in the new, real testimony. Somebody in the new came to me when we first started. Knelt down and was praying. So I laid my hands on him. I said, in the name of Jesus, as I began to pray for him, I saw a house. And I said, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I compel the forces of the earth to begin to work together to bring that house to you. Every time we have major projects as a church, this person would bring money and sow towards it. Because I knew this person would bring money and say, P.S., we are sowing this seed. We are sowing this seed. And every time I want to lay my hands on this, ah, this guy doing this thing, I will just feel that right. I'll say, again, for four years, I'll say, again, I command in the name of Jesus, that house. Some weeks ago, the boss got into the office, looked at him and called him and said, ah, I want to buy a house for you. Say, go and look for any house. I mean, house, you know what house is. You are not talking about 10 million now. You're not talking about 20 million. You're not talking about 30 million. You're not talking about 40 million. You're not talking about 60 million. You're not... Are you going to say? Said, I want to buy. He said, wait. The person called me, came to me, said, sir, this house, is it, what should I do? Is it that they want to? I said, <laughs> when the Lord turns again the captivity. Hey!
someone in the New York, in, I said in New York, in United Kingdom, shared a testimony with me on Tuesday before service. Moved to the UK less than one year. Prayed over her. God opened the door. Pam! What a house. This is what people spend like eight years. But I'll tell you a secret. I can share testimonies upon testimonies upon testimonies. You know, I, I keep saying that if we should start, we have to take testimony time in the new. The, the, top, the numbers of testimonies that happens in this church, I'm telling you, if you are not partaking, you are not aligned. That's the truth. You are not aligned. But I'll say this here. I don't even know if I want to preach again. Because I feel like I've said what God wants me to say here. For thou hast created all things are for thy pleasure. They are and were created. Lift your hands. For thou hast created for thou hast life would move 
say this without a sense of pride or anything but everyone in my circle who discern the graces that I carry their lives are not the same the new is the, that's, that's the story of where we are now and when I meet men I discern men I've shared a story before here and I reenacted it because I heard somebody do it I heard somebody who was doing a fast <laughs> because I heard a story about a pastor who did it I said ah Somebody was doing a fast and I got into a conversation. Person was doing a fast and was in their maybe 40th day. And that was the last day. Oh, a day before. I said, when you want to break, when you want to break, just call me. Anything you want to eat on the earth. But just give me one hour of prayer and just speak it over me. If you begin to discern men, realize that there are channels opened up for you by discerning them. Lift your hands to God and repent. Thank you. Lift your hands to God. The focus wasn't for them. It was just what God wanted me to say. Lift your hands. Honor is a kingdom code. Honor is a kingdom code. Don't dare just walk into your parents' house and say, Mommy, is there food to eat here? You'll be surprised that what your parents, some of them carry, a covenant with God to ensure that anything they didn't touch, their sons and their daughters must touch it. There are people who can open new chapters for you. There are men who are embodied of divine seasons. Your honor for them Look at me, everyone. The same Isaac who asked the son to go and get venison for him to eat. Do you realize that Isaac did not have a problem of venison? Because the very venison he was looking for them to go and buy for them to, for him to eat was in the backside of his house. That was where Jacob went to pick it from. So he was not asking them to give him something. He was placing a demand on their honor system. generation that lacks honor will keep praying, keep praying, keep praying but on the other side of the person who can open the door because there are some doors that is only one sided it's not two sided you don't have the door you don't have the, the place to be able to open to it there is somebody on the other side who is inside they are the ones who can open it for you if you like knock the door all along, knock the door until honor speaks the door will not be opened it is honor that can open some doors. You don't just see people and just everybody here. Just, uh, there's someone dishonor. Even to your bosses at work. How do you honor them? Is that, just because the devil is with you as a partner doesn't mean you should dishonor the person. Because if Daniel went to Nebuchadnezzar and said, you foolish Nebuchadnezzar, do you know that I'm the God of, uh, the God of Israel is with me? Then... Daniel will realize how powerful Nebuchadnezzar is. They will not need fire to put him inside. Nebuchadnezzar himself will bring the sword because there are only some doors that honor can open. This generation of anything goes, you know,
know, social space has put everybody on the same kedar, and we are all on the same kedar. But please honor people. Look at your mom, look at your dad, and give them, accord the honor to them. You have been working your job for almost five years now. The only thing you have bought for your mom or your dad is recharge card. Can I talk to you? You compel the blessing by honor. You compel utterance. Listen, there are some utterance that cannot come out. It's the, it's the, it's the, it's the desire and, 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 and your, your height of honor that compels certain utterance. <laughs> you know that story I've shared now, Reverend George. One guy gave him one seat. Maybe, maybe one billion. For example, Reverend George saw the guy, saw the seat. Look at the guy, see the seat. Look. He said, you will never die. He said, you will never die. <laughs> what honor can do? How honor can draw? I heard in a live session, a man of God, listen, a man of God came to Nigeria. The man of God who brought him mesmerized the man with honor. Honor is not just rolling red carpet. It's a posture of your heart. They can see it. It's not good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. You can be saying good morning, but you are like this in your mind. It's the posture of reception. The man of God was about to preach. The man of God looked at the person. He said, for this you have done from today. My sword is your sword. And my breastplate is your breastplate. You see, those utterances, you don't cram them. It's the spirit that gives you they give you those words. It's just like when you are praying in the Holy Ghost and you begin to, you know, speak confessions. Things you didn't think about. Came by the Spirit. You look at your mom, but you don't know that your mom carries proclamation that can shift you to a new level. But you, you know, mom, don't be silly now. You can look at your pastor and say, hey, are we not guy? He's our creative pastor. But not knowing that that can be an Elijah right there who when the boy is dead they can lie on the boy and bring that boy back to life just because you didn't discern you missed an opportunity for restoration just because you could not discern just because you could not discern you missed an opportunity you see let me tell you something the biggest problem of any the one of the biggest challenge with honor is proximity if you are not able to manage proximity, don't go there. You know where to see your friend. Let me tell you something. If I enter certain problems today, I know the people in my life that I can call. I'm telling you, I there are some of my my people who call me dad, who call me pro, who call me mentor. I know some graces they carry. I will call them sometimes. And say, what is God saying? Yeah. Prophesy, just talk, pro, just talk to me. Prophesy, tell me things. Tell me things. I'm not just sitting down there and say, Do you know I'm the man of God of the new? There are people, if they carry, they carry it. If they carry, they carry it. Am I, they are, are you getting what I'm saying? There are people, they raise worship like this. The, it's like God now says, I've been waiting for you people. The moment you, you raise your the place is still, is still they are still finding out. Well, well, God will say, Am I coming? Am I coming? Are you sure I should come? But the problem is you could not discern. 
There are people around you who carry money grace. Have you met people that money don't finish? They, are, they might not have money, but they still will not finish. Have you met people like that? It's not stinginess. It's not stinginess. I'm telling you it's a grace. You, you disrespect that thing, it shuts down for you. And let me tell you something. Even with husband and wife, you must descend the grace of each other. Don't just be casual. Just be saying, yeah, say, is it not my husband? You, I know. You see, that is where problem starts. Men are carriers of dimensions. Men are carriers of graces. Men are carriers of God's wisdom, God's energy, God's divine ability. Glory be to God. My message today is honor. On media, change this. It's not prayer. Just change it to honor. You find out that the key between your exiting that organization is just a small bottle of juice for that your boss on his birthday. But dishonor presents to you that anything for the boys, where is the party? Not knowing that there is a board meeting currently ongoing on plans to lay off staff. But that small 250 bottle of juice is your key to ensure that your role is still stayed in that organization. But dishonor did not make you discern it. Dishonor did not make you see it. Let me tell you the time to give gifts the most. When you realize somebody is planning your downfall, that's the time to give the person gifts. They didn't hear what I said there. I'm telling you something. I'm telling you something. But dishonor gives you everything is just casual. We, I mean, are we not just friends? Let me tell you something. Stop making statements like, are we not just human beings? Because they are pastors. You, you were not called like they. He gave gifts to men. Some prophets, some apostles. What was the, what was the calling for? If you were that, if God wanted to choose, he would have chosen you. You dishonor somebody to your own detriment. You see, one of the biggest problems is that we now also live in a generation that we are anointing. And I hope you really know that manifestation doesn't mean increase of anointing. Yes or no? Did Moses strike the rock? Did water come out? But was he in disobedience? God will bypass the stupidity of the pastor to do things for the people. It does not mean... That, that is approval. I can do media now and pack the place. There's nothing I mean. But doesn't mean. The, the way you carry the anointing is the local assembly God sent you to. Where did God send me to? Listen. You don't have time for guesswork again. How old are you that you still want to be doing guesswork at this time? It's the best time of your life to get it right. What are the adjustments? I sense in my heart there are certain adjustments people need to make. What are the adjustments that I need to make to shift myself into a new season? Let me tell you something. There are preachers that <laughs> I don't like listening to. When I was on campus. But I know God told me, you don't listen to them to your detriment. 
but you come into a place that God has called your place you prioritize you value you heighten the anointing there especially the person and the people God has said ahead of you I say this here again business owners there are certain clients that come into your office it's not everything that is to charge it's not everything I want to make I must make all the money there are people just by transaction the fragrance of their grace has entered into your organization I'm telling you the truth the, this, this generation of everything is money just give my money let's do business so let's transact let everything is transaction you don't know I, I, I'm telling you there are people you just can perceive ah, nothing, nothing ends in this one's lands now nothing dies in their hands let me, let me tell you something it is not it is a spiritual force at work in their lives in fact some of them they didn't even know when they carried it it's fragrance of their parents listen everyone this season of your life descend adequately the people that God has placed around you I have five more minutes and I'll close now discern adequately the people God has placed around you discern adequately just because you are all friends and you go to the cinema you have, you have closed the door of opportunity not knowing that that friend is the one that carries the word of wisdom of what you need to do because as anointed as Jehoshaphat was he was not the one who God gave the word on them to what you did last week which was Oriki. It was not Jehoshaphat God gave the word that when you want to go to battle, you guys should go first with musician in front. It was the prophet amongst them, not Jehoshaphat. But the onions, the responsibility of that battle was on Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat trivializes that prophet to his own detriment. There are people around you. There is a system in God that makes it be so that you are not an island on your own whereby you are compelled to ensure that for your next level there are, are components that must work together to ensure that that next level happens. You behave like you are on your own. Do you know that what exactly finished Lucifer? Myself. I will. I will. I will. Man was not made to be by himself. When God said it's not good for a man to be alone, it was not only for you to marry. Because if it was for you to marry, then Paul would not come back and say, you don't have to get married. And marriage is not a certificate of greatness. Boaz, Ruth, Naomi, just trivialize roots for your own detriment. But you, because you don't have heightened sense to know that there's something I have but there's something I need. Even in the secular world, have you seen, have you seen that there are certain partnerships, the moment they fight and go separate way, the whole business shuts down. Go and look at the music industry. There are certain people, the moment they fight, 
You'll be there be say, eh, should be, eh, there's no destiny. What is even destiny? Eh, you see, people who talk like that is because they've missed something. Their soul has been rent out. I want to pray for you. May every opportunity of honor you have lost, may it be restored to you today. Honor, the gateway to your next level. Honor, the gateway to your next level. Honor, I, this message is for, is for this time. This message is for this time. Some of you need to go back home and go and kneel before, that, before your mother, that I-5 mother that you have been high-fiving. Go and kneel your two legs before that mother and say, put something upon this head. Your years of investment in prayer, can you culminate it together and speak it over my life? Some of you need to go to the knees and meet your pastor and say, you, you carry power and I'm like this. Everything you carry, put it on me. Put it on me, sir, and draw it. Jesus went to certain places. He could not do many mighty works. You know why? Because there was no honor there. He says, Jerusalem, oh, Jerusalem, you that I wanted to cover as a mother chick, cover a, 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 a mother hen, cover the chick. He says, what? He said, but you will not let me. He says, look now, your house is left to you desolate. Do you know the, word, the meaning of the word desolate? It means abandoned, destroyed. Jesus was speaking about Jerusalem. I came to cover you, but you wouldn't allow me. He said, look at your house now. It left to you desolate. When a house is left desolate, you can't build it by yourself. You will need people that can build. He says, go to them that sell and buy. If you had everything, there would not be a need for you to buy. There are certain divine supernatural components you don't have. Go to them that sell and buy. There's, are you hearing what I'm talking about? I can tell you when I... See, the grace for ease, I can tell you where I got it from. I don't want this. Today is not story time for that one. Because the day you stop the ladder of honor, especially by familiarity, just because you started together, you must even discern men per time. Do you know that? Even your friends, you must discern them per time. Because you can be on the same level as something else has come upon this one and made them go to this level spiritually, yet they are the same physically. But you are not discerning enough to know that something has changed. When they speak, it's now more powerful. Their vocal, their utterance, their standing has changed. But everything is still made, my guy, my guy, some of you enter into, let me tell you something. A witness to let you know that you are, you, are, you are lacking in honor is that the conversations you are having are not deep. What, did you hear what I said? See, when there is heightened honor, you will get into some conversation. The things you are pulling out of each other's conversation in your relationship, you will know that you were not planning to say some of these things. It was the Holy Ghost that was inspiring to say these things. Why? Because you have heightened the honor amongst each other. You know that when we get into this kind of place, the kind of things that comes out of this conversation is not mere men, it's God. It is at that point you'll be wishing, why are all our other friends not in this conversation every time we have it? Why don't always, why? Because there are ones that don't, they don't prioritize spiritual things. The Bible says it very clearly here. A general or a man of honor without spiritual intelligence and teachability is like a perishing beast 
can carry all the grace, all the divine assignments on the earth. But God will sometimes have you to go and bow your knees before another man for their hand to rest upon you. Even though you might not even carry the potency of a, they might not even carry the potency if you want to put John the Baptist and Jesus on the same kedah. Is, is there a rating there? But let Jesus dishonor John the Baptist and watch God turn his back. And watch God say, you must go through this. Oh. And don't dare think that because you are Jesus, you don't think you can just walk past John the Baptist and say, now nah, I'm the baptizer. You have prepared the water for me. Now nah, let me begin to baptize people. Jesus must learn the act of obedience through the things that he suffered, that he must humble himself. The air of arrogance, the air of pride, the, the boastfulness of knowledge and the pride of intelligence. You know, there are people who pride in their intelligence. They don't know, but they do it. They pride in their, in their talents. They pride in their resources. What is it that you have that was not given to you? They pride in their friendship. They pride in their association. They pride in their father's properties and wealth. The Bible says money have wings and can fly. Don't dare think that anything you see today is forever. You better go back to the God. That's why the Bible says even about prayer, let us now come boldly to the throne of grace whereby we can obtain what? Mercy has a posture. Mercy has a posture. There is no arrogance of mercy. It's not saying, yeah, nah, nah, nah. No, there is a posture. There is a posture of humility. There is a posture of humility you must have. There is a posture of honor. I'm telling you the honest truth. I see it in the realms of the spirit, sir. I'm telling you, there is someone on the other side who is holding the handle of that door. And they want to hear the statements of honor before that door can be opened. If you like praying tongues, if you like organize 20 hours of worship, as long as the honor statements are not made, that door will remain undone. There are places you must enter and it has no cultural, stop all this, there are places you must enter and you must prostrate. All this, this is how we do it now. In the West, go to London then. Are, I, I hope you know that. Even some of you, there are some clients. It's not everything that is I-5. A generation who just, good morning and hi, they are not the same thing. It's not everybody you use hi for. It's not everybody you say, hey, bro, bro, sis. You can't even discern who they are. You can't even tell who they are. There is a way to speak to kings. And there is a way to behave at the king's table. The reason why some of you have never been invited back to the table of kings is because you got into that place and you misused the opportunity when they didn't ask you to speak, you had an idea. When they didn't ask you to say a word, you had certain things to say. You came out of that place and they could tell your silence is your problem. They said, we will never give you that opportunity again. When a man shuts the door of their heart towards you, it's only God that can open it again. They say, this one doesn't deserve my grace. This one doesn't deserve my honor. This one doesn't deserve my opportunities. Don't ever misuse the opportunities between kings. When you are before royalty, you don't talk anyhow. There's a way you silence yourself. You observe. So that the opportunity can be open to you. Somebody can take you by the right hand and say, whatever it is, 
it is my personal responsibility on the earth to see you prosper. There are men who God can compel to ensure that it's their personal agenda to see that you do well. I'm telling you, there is no, the hand of our Lord is not too short. It can do many mighty terrible things. There are people in this room, I sense in my spirit, your next level is in the person that you honor. You know, there are people who have traveled and somebody said, don't travel now, don't travel. They, oh, 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 can't be telling me that. they travel and they make things on the road. Be sensitive. Pay attention to honor. Tonight, this morning, we're just going to pray a simple prayer. You are going to ask God for restoration. And number two, you are going to consecrate yourself back to the lifestyle of honor. To the lifestyle of honor. To the lifestyle of honor. Do you know that, Sazamas, to wake up on a Sunday morning and attend church is honor for the institution that Christ created on the earth? It's honor. You know, some people will not do it at work. Even if it's, even if there's tsunami, they will still get to the office. But when it's church, God, God is my guy. When we sing some songs, I am a friend of God, his friend, but his king. Stop taking the side of him that embraces and 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 supports your laxity. His king, his master. There is a way to enter before his presence. Lift your hands and begin to pray right now. Did you hear a word this morning? Begin to pray right now. Play for me. For you are glorious.
just diagnosed with a medical condition if you are that person come here your mom is sick diagnosed with a medical condition come here you. thank you Jesus very rare word of knowledge and I'm just going to pray there's someone here and you have no reason to be shy about it when you were growing up your parent took you to um, what we would call habilist and things like that and they made certain um incisions and the likes on you but here's the thing in recent times you started to have certain dreams 
that has been bringing those things to your memory, the fear of that. You've been having some very horrible dreams. Horrible dreams. You hear you've been having some very horrible dreams. You sleep, you see blood, you see, you see funny creatures. Funny creatures, just very horrible. If you are that person, please come forward. Just come right here. Come right here. Please, you have no reason to be shy about it. That's why I said that first. Because I know that the Holy, the Holy Spirit told me that the person will be, you know. But please, this is a day of deliverance. I just want to speak against that foul demonic spirit. If you're that person, please, please, please come out right there. Every other person lift your hands to God and everyone shut your eyes. Shut your eyes and just pray. Terrible dreams. Terrible, horrible dreams at night.
Everyone lift your hands, lift your hands. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Everyone pray loud, pray fast. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, under this anointing, I compel men to do you good. I compel men this week to do you favor. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I undo everything you've done by your hands that has caused certain doors to be shut. I undo them right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Para pokotolo brondo kofala bandes, shira bala kopele banda kapaya, pora bade koporo vele kapare kupodes, jela proteka la banda kapaya, sika bara bandela baya, shara bako paradabas. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. Before I go, I want to say a few things. I had a vision last night and I shared that vision earlier and I said that while I was praying in the middle of the night, I saw fire all over this room, this roof. And the Lord said to tell me, to tell you all, whatever it is that you can do to try as much as possible to be around for getting money on Wednesdays. Please, I beg you, do it. When the news started, I remember, or the first, you know, when we used to pray then, I was the only one who had a car. Then we started to pray intensely for six months after the news started. After two weeks or so, we started getting money. That's when getting money started. Now, getting money has evolved now to word meeting. But when the news started, when getting money started, it was prayer raw from beginning to the end. And the testimonies were explosion. If you live on the island, what time does it start? 7 p.m. God is moving in this church mightily. I, I can see it in the air. And I'm sure that many of your members who are not here today because of rain are watching online. I beg you do whatever it takes. Just drive down here. It's two hours of prayer stretched, right? For one hour, 30 minutes there, about two hours. Come and birth something every Wednesday. Just come. Listen, if you do it for one, two months and nothing changes in your life, don't stop coming. I'm telling you, and nothing, meaning that you can't see the air of the cons. The, the, you, one of the things that will begin to happen is that your discernment will be heightened. There will be a perfume called favor that will now be sprayed upon your life. You enter it you go out of the room, it's still spray, it's still, they, are, they can still perceive that somebody called favor walked out of this room. And sometimes, you know, when somebody carries a perfume of favor, 
or a nice perfume that you like, a cologne, when they walk out of the room, we always ask ourselves, who sprayed that perfume? Who is in that perfume? Then we sometimes begin to trace. That's what happens when God spray a fragrance of favor on you. People begin to trace and look for you. I beg you, this fire that I see is for you. Don't let God be moving your times and your spectator. Lord, whatever it is you are doing with this season, don't do it without me. I want to be at the center of what you are doing. Glory be to God. Give Jesus a big, big, big. hope you were greatly blessed by today's message because God still has so much he wants to share with you. So stay connected every week to experience uplifting and life-changing moments in his presence.